Well, you made it. So good to see you, Hidden Nation. Welcome right back into the studio. It is Josh Carey, your hidden entrepreneur. Got a great show for you today. You're tuned right into 710 WOR, the voice of New York. And do yourself a favor if you haven't already. Download that free iHeartRadio app. You know the deal. You can listen to this show, all the back catalog, and all the back catalog of every show you are currently interested in. Uh, Today we got a great show, like I said, Hidden Nation. We're joined by Tim Flatt, who is an entrepreneur extraordinaire, really. We'll get into all this. But even more intriguing, this is all about your good health and wellness. Why? Because Tim is the CEO of, get this, it's an app you can download right now. I sure did. I got the opportunity to play with it and test it, and it's amazing. It's called the Real-Time Voice Analyzer. And what this can do, get this, this can test right on your phone using your voice whether or not you have COVID or any other viral infections. But imagine that. It is so fascinating. And Tim is here to help us understand all the ins and outs of this. Welcome to the program, Tim. Thank you very much, Joe. I downloaded the app recently, got a chance to play with it. Very impressive to the point that it's one of those things that you really can't believe that technology has gotten to this place. Explain to uh, Hidden Nation exactly what real-time voice analyzer is and how it works. All right, I'll do that. I think it's very interesting that, you know, when I first heard about this, because I'm not the inventor of the technology, when I first heard about it, I thought, well, that's kind of crazy. Your voice and detects COVID. And so I began doing a little research on it, and I found out that there have been studies in Cambridge and Yale and different places, and they all found – in the Netherlands, and they all found the same thing, that it does actually – can detect your uh, COVID with, from uh, a virus that will settle in your vocal folds. And so it was interesting there. Well, that's kind of crazy. Then I thought to myself – well, think about it, though. Back in the 1800s, they came up with the stethoscope, which let them listen right, to your heart or your lungs or your bowels. And it was a pre-screening device to tell the doctor what to look for. Well, this is a similar situation. So you basically have a, an opportunity to, uh, with, your vo- with your voice, with saying certain sounds uh, into the app, it will determine whether or not you have, it detects uh, any kind of virus, but especially covid 19 and all of its variants. And how long has this technology been on the market? So let me give you a little history on that. Um, Please. Dr. Rita Singh from Carnegie Mellon University. She's a world-renowned voice analyst. She's the one who invented this. And so what she began doing, uh, it started back about 15 years ago. Um, I'm sorry, I exaggerated there. About 10 years ago, she started uh, doing some research. She was working with the and CIA for some voice analysis. She thought, I'd like to do something for good, something for health. And uh, not that the FBI and CIA wasn't good, but she thought Mm -hmm. she wanted to do something a little extra. And so she began studying on how to uh, detect RSV with by the sound of your voice because she knew it could be done. And they knew it could be done, but they didn't really have the funding that they uh, needed to kind of uh, follow it through. Um, although they did it a uh, number each year, they kept working on it, kept working on it. Well, then when COVID hit, they're like, oh, there's there's the ticket. We should focus on and look at the COVID side of it. And sure enough, they could detect uh, COVID with 
the voice and they did their studies. And then what they did is they went out and uh, set up uh, some clinics around the world, some health clinics, and they began testing. And people would come in and they would take the, uh, the voice analyzer test. And then after they took the test, they would turn around and t- give a COVID test. And they started to work on the rates and make sure that they got it up to the point where they determined that the, on a pre-screening deal, they could get a 99% negative predictability, which means that if you get a negative test, virtually do not have COVID or any uh, or or the flu or a cold. It's, if you have congestion, stuff like that, symptoms is probably a sinuses or um, you know something that's not contagious. So that's how it kind of started. And they figured it out. Well, then they said, well, this is great. How do we take this to the next level? That's where my company comes in, uh, real-time network. We've been around for about 25 years. We do a lot of different products and and types of um, things all under the real-time brand. I said, this is a perfect for us real-time voice analyzer. And my business partner, myself, uh, Ron Snodgrass, we got together and said, let's put this together. Let's build an app for it. Let's take it from, instead of being in, in, a, in a clinic where they come in and tell you exactly what to do, let's create it so that the average person can download the app and take it on the phone and get their results. And so we did that and we just launched it uh, last week absolutely amazing so it has a 99% what's the phrase negative predi- negative predictability rate yeah and what about the opposite end the other side so of the on coin. the opposite end, it's nine, about 94.7 is the latest number that i've heard and the 94 and it, you know listen this is all done uh, once they establish the algorithm they run it through ai right so it all goes through the cloud uh, by the way, nothing's stored. It's 100% HIPAA compliant. No one needs to worry about that. Um, but they're constantly, I just got word uh, two days ago that they, from all the tests we've been doing, because we were testing it with a, a couple hundred people for the last few months, uh, they're going to have a new algorithm that will come out that will be even improved. And it, it keeps up with all the new variants and everything. They constantly are improving it. But about 94.7% was the last I heard. Now, if you get the test, then the next step is to say, okay, do I need it? You know, I say if you go positive, the first thing you do is drink a glass of water, wait about 30 minutes and retake the test because your vocal cords can be distorted. Just like if you're going to take a blood pressure test and you ran up five flights of stairs and you get, oh, look, my blood pressure's up or my blood pressure's down. It could be impacted by the five flights of stairs. And same thing can happen if your voice dries out. So you do that. If you're still negative, then you get a whole opportunity. You can say, I'm going to go see the doctor. I'm going to go take a COVID test. I'm going to just rest because I don't have any symptoms and kind of evaluate it from there. Is this the kind of thing that eventually will be quote unquote official? Because right now it's, from my understanding, it's just more of a, of a personal thing right for me personally to know like uh if i'm going to a stadium with something like this like could they start to use this as the result sure um absolutely they could do that um there's there's there are i I can't talk about them right now because i'm under nda but there are some significant contracts that are underway will um that are with a really large uh government that uh might be one that we're both really familiar with uh us oh that's a us i'm sorry with a with the with a government right so that will make a big difference when that happens because then it will the the fact is people are like okay the credibility is even there but yeah the technology is proven okay and i think that we're going to see that over time that th- this is the next just just like people take their own blood pressure now right 
I mean, they, they, they do that, you know, 50 years ago, that would, you never would have thought of that. And yeah. it's not inconceivable that with technology that this will continue to happen. The app will continue to get better. Right now, it's just a screening tool, okay? It's not for diagnosis. It's not for treatment. It's to give you, hey, it's sit now and take the next step, or it doesn't detect it, I'm good. Eventually, uh, it, that could change. We could see that go to becoming, like you said, a little bit more official. But I think you'll see large companies and organizations and events using this app as a test for people coming into their events. Well, it's not unheard of uh, wearables like a watch, for example, that'll test your heart rate. And we rely on that. Nobody questions that anymore. We don't say, well, is that accurate? And I think that we're suggesting this is going, this is right in that same lane. And it takes some time for to get a, a, a mass adoption, mm-hmm. but the people we've seen using it get really excited about it and they become, they, they get they get the word out there. And so we see some you know, real growth coming through that because people see it and once they have confidence in it, then it's gonna, it will snowball. What, what else, um, and, and, and I know you're right out of the gate, so I don't want to look too far into the future if you haven't. But like you said, this there's COVID is the big application right now, plus other um, viral infections. Is there another layer that eventually we could look towards with this technology? Any anything that that your voice can determine. All right. So um, and and basically, um, yeah, there are some things that. that could be out there that uh, we don't are not involved in now, but down the road, you, you could tell if a person um, is intoxicated by their vocal folds. Really? Okay. Now we don't test for that, obviously, but yes, you can. You can. There's all sorts of things like that. They know that it works, and that they've been working. You know, the, the, the different universities. Like I said, it's not like one university working on it. Lots of universities are working on it. And I think you're going to see a lot coming out. MIT did a big study on it recently. And I think you're going to see a lot of uh, different options come out. Now, we have a patent on our technology. And uh, Dr. Singh has a patent on her technology. And so we'll, be, we'll lead the market. But that doesn't mean that people won't copy us two, three, four years down the road. But for initially, we'll be out there. We'll be first. We'll be, and, and hopefully our goal then is just to stay the best. You're the only one doing this in this regard right now? That's correct. Wow. That is amazing. So um, sooner than later, some big name brand should, right, should should put their name on it and buy this whole thing out. Well, that that could happen. You never know. I mean, <laughs> Why not, we're, right? We're, <laughs> we're not turning down any, we're not turning down offers at this moment, but down the road, the offers could start to come in and it could become, uh, it could be bought up by somebody that's possible. Sure. And but um, not our strategy. Our strategy right now is to get it. It's worldwide. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. You can download, you can use the app. And our goal is to get out there and help as many people as we can. And uh, right now we're subscription based. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yet we're going to we're going to give people free tests when they come in so they can try it and see how it works. And then if they like it, they can uh, get a subscription. And this will eventually find its way um, into doctor's offices. Right. Instead of swabbing my nose, for example. Right. Why wouldn't they say, hey, speak into this? Yeah, like swabbing your nose, like, I mean, that's kind of the worst memory of COVID if you didn't get really, really sick, right? I mean, for the average person, it was that, like, how far can you go possibly stop? That's, you know, my brain, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's just too much. Okay. So that that is a terrible memory for people. This would 
this if people do this here and they come negative, it prevents that. Now, if you still have positive, then you might need to do a navel swab, but it would cut out like a, a large portion of those. Um, so yeah, I think that's uh, it could happen. I do. I know that there are health clinics in the Philippines and in, in India that use this now instead of using wow. uh, the nasal swabs as a first round of uh, detection. And you're no slouch, Tim. You are nowhere near new to the entrepreneurial world. Four plus decades, um, nine figures, over a hundred million plus in combined revenue throughout your your career. Am I reading this right? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not technically. It was a hundred million in sales by the time I was 35. Uh, now it's it's approaching a half a billion now, oh. and uh, it's. You know, I've listened. I've had a great run. I've been involved in some niche industries in the past. About uh, 25 years ago, when we started real time, um, I have a great business partner. I mentioned his name earlier, Ron Snodgrass, um, and he's the technical side. You know, and he does. He takes care. He he's the one that makes everything work. You know, I, I get to get out here and talk about it, but he's he's great in that section. We've been 50-50 partners for 25 years, and it still works great. And so, yeah. But here's the thing: it's different. This is way bigger than either of us. We've had great businesses, but they've been niche businesses. This is like, how do you define your market? Well, anybody could use this. This this app is good because there's people out there politically who hate COVID and think it's you know, they, nothing. They want nothing to do with it. But you know what? When you get sick, you start to get congested. You think, do I have COVID? Well, this is a great way to do it. It's great privacy. You don't have to go to that next step. On the other hand, there's people who say, hey, listen, COVID's the greatest threat to our society ever, and they want to be testing on a regular basis. So it works for everybody. There's no, and so when you start looking at it and saying, the app is in English only, our customer base is one, right now is 1.54 billion people in the world that have smartphones. English speaking with smartphones, 1.54 billion people. That's a big market. It's not a niche. And so we're really trying to find ways to get the word out there. And, uh, you know, our customers are our best, uh, our users, I should say, I don't know if a lot of them aren't paying yet, but our, our users do a great job of spreading the word. And so I was thrilled for the opportunity to get on today and just talk with you about it, Josh. Yeah. So you were mentioning 25 years ago, you're talking about real time pain relief, right? That was your, that is your, right. tell me about that company. Okay. Well, real, so we call it real time network. And then from real time network, we have companies called real time pain relief, real time health pass, real time products. Okay. And I know I'm forgetting one of them. Okay, so we 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 have but real time pain relief is a great product. It's uh it's a it's an or, uh, not organic but it's a natural product that uh, we created. We were one of the first companies, if not the first company, to create a product that wasn't just based based on how much menthol you use, but had a lot of natural ingredients. And we uh, we have uh, six or seven different formulas that we use that have anywhere from 17 to 24 different natural ingredients in them. And we've had tremendous success with it. You know, that, that company grew to a multi-million dollar business and we never spent a dollar on advertising. And, uh, it, and then we, you know, after it got there, we started spending some money on advertising, but it's, uh, it's done very, very well. And uh, it, it's a great product and we, we love the product and it's something that um, the people who are involved in it use it all the time. And so I, I started doing it because I, I had a runner in my knee from one of my old running days. And then I had uh, sons who were playing basketball and, you know, you get banged up a lot. And so that's, I got with a doctor and a, and a chemist and we, we formulated it and uh, have been using it ever since. So you're an entrepreneur, but what am I hearing? What are you at heart? 
Like, what is all that? Are you a scientist, uh, right? Like, where? where I like. Where you... I'm, I'm, I'm. No, not at all. I mean, I, that that's the point. Like, I recognize that my strength is really marketing and finding niches, and so I just look for opportunities to do that exactly that. And and then people who have products tend to be the worst marketers. Okay, so you tend to find opportunities to work with people that have a great product that have no idea how to get it out there. And so then, you know, you form partnerships and once you form partnerships or you, or you buy their patent out or you buy their, their formula out, whatever it might be, but you, and then you, you go and you market and you build, you build a, build a following. Hidden Nation, you're tuned into my. I like what you do, Josh. <laughs> well, thank you, Tim. Hidden Nation, yeah. you're tuned into my discussion yeah. with Tim Flat, the CEO of Real-Time Voice Analyzer, helps you with your smartphone. You download an app in the app store and it'll help detect if you have COVID or not in about three to five minutes. I've used it. It's absolutely incredible. Go check that out. Tim, you've been doing this. Um, you said for a short amount of time for the real time voice analyzer, what is the roadmap here? So I've got about a year and a half invested in time, but we've only been live for about, uh, I think last week, maybe two weeks now we've been live uh, with the app where uh, they're in the Apple store and the Android store or the Google Play. Mm -hmm. So now that we've got it live, um, we're just working through uh, natural and organic downloads. We just want to uh, make let people respond to it, uh, help us uh, find glitches because you're going to have them that you can't find in your, in your test. And we'll just keep making the app better. And sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas, we'll kick off a worldwide campaign to start increasing downloads. What are the um, what are the roadblocks you see ahead? How do you how do you get mass adoption? You know that's that's a great question, Josh. I mean, I think what you have to do is you just have to get people to try it. You know, that's why we give everybody ten free tests right now between now and. November 10th, right? If anybody downloads, they get 10 tests the first month and one each additional month for the rest of the year. That's the key. You got to get people to try it. When they try it, they see how it works. They understand it. And that's the key. So that's, that's what we're all about. And uh, we're just going to keep uh, getting out in front of people. And uh, at some point, it will hit momentum. We don't know when that is, um, but we're not ready for it to hit momentum yet. We're just getting the word out there and, and, and doing some interviews and stuff like with people like you that that understand and believe in the app. And uh, that's that's how we're trying to promote it right now. In your entrepreneurial history, what was a, um, what was a roadblock you hit? Not in this, in, in this session, but you know, in, in your decades of experience that you can share with us, what was a time that was really frustrating perhaps that you knew you had to overcome to uh, progress forward? Well, probably the, the thing that comes to my mind most is COVID. I mean, our, one of the things about our product is about 50% of our product is uh, real-time pain relief. I'm sorry. 50% of real-time pain relief is sold at events oh, like wow. a state fair or a flea market or a farmer's market or whatever. And all of a sudden that mar that business went completely away. And honestly, I'm very thankful for the U S government and the help they gave um, because I don't know how you survive when you, when you lose 50% of your business overnight 
and it was literally overnight. You know, we just you're clicking along, everything's great, and then all of a sudden, everything shut down. And so then, even when it came back, though, it was very slow in coming back, and still not back to 100% of the markets and uh, people doing the events. So that was probably one of the ones overcoming. You just got to kind of keep the faith and believe that things are are going to come around and, tr- and try to do the right things. And, and that's that was probably the biggest thing that I can think of recently that was a, an issue. And what do you tell startup founders and entrepreneurs who are knee deep in the race right now? Well, you got you got to believe. Like you have you have to believe in what you're doing. And you got to build a team of people who believe in you and the project. If you do that, you have a chance to succeed. Where, what comes to mind when I ask, where has fear really paralyzed you for a little bit of time in your illustrious career? Um, well, I'll give you another example about real recent here. So we have a, our technical partner is a company called Hematico. Hematico is fantastic. They're, they're the ones uh, with the technology. And so we were, we're working on this project and I'm going along and I realized that probably back in the month of, of May and June, that I'm in a situation where I'm having to make a lot of decisions about something I don't know that much about because I'm not the, I mean, I have a few apps on my phone, okay, ESPN, stuff like that, but I'm not one of the app guys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, the people who have 200 apps. And uh, so it was really a, a, a struggle for me. And that's where business partner comes in, but also some outside help. We went out and got some outside expertise and that ex- outside expertise really helped uh, give us some direction because at the end of the day, uh, that's the scariest part to me in business is that you end up rising to a level where you're making decisions that you don't have enough information about or knowledge about, because that's what happens in business when you grow. And so that happened. And I thought, well, all right, that was a real good chance for me, a good reminder, because sometimes you start to think you're pretty smart. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, I know how to do this stuff. And then sometimes you got to walk, you know, right up to the edge and realize, you know, I'm not as smart as I think I am. I don't really want to go off this 110 story building. So that's kind of what happened with this project. So it's been really great for me in that situation. And you're based in Puerto Rico now, you said for 12 years? Yeah, I moved down here in uh, 2011. Was that a business decision? Yeah, so our company is run out of the U.S. Um, and out of uh, Cabot, Arkansas. And what ended up happening was uh, there were some real significant tax advantages to moving to Puerto Rico. And so, um, and it's kind of paradise, you know, so you got paradise and tax advantages. And so why not? It works for Tim. That's all you needed. That works for me. Exactly. Yeah. Tell me how you got connected with Dr. Singh, the inventor of this technology. It really came through Hematico. Hematico had worked out. So she's part of Hematico, uh, my understanding. And so she's, she connected with them and they, they developed it. And then it was through another business partner that we had been involved in buying a lot of COVID tests because we distributed about a million COVID tests during COVID to kind of help stem the, you know, we had our vendors out there and they were, they were giving out COVID tests. So it was great. And then once this happened, um, the people we were buying the tests from, they happened to know Hematico and they said, Hey, if you want to distribute something in the U S these guys can do it. 
And so that's where the connection came from. So just helping out, getting out tests, led to a connection that turned into maybe our business, our biggest business adventure ever. And this is the kind of thing, right? As an entrepreneur, you have to be forward thinking enough that, yeah, COVID is certainly here. It's still a threat in uh, many regards. Uh, but down the road in the unforeseeable future, let's say that it becomes a non-issue. There's still application for this technology. And that's important, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to say two things about that. First thing is influenza since 1918. Okay. I've heard of that. diseases don't go away. Okay. So COVID's going to be here for the long haul. Obviously. And the coronavirus is going to be here. Um, is it going to be at the same level? Hopefully not. But the key is on the app. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a beachhead, right? And there's talk, okay? I'm going to say, I want to preface it say there's talk that down the road that they'll be able to determine stuff like um, pneumonia. Um, they'll be able to determine, you know, all sorts of different respiratory diseases and eventually even potentially be able to break them out. And it, where it will say to you, it detects pneumonia. And um, again, it's a detection. You still have to go to the next step. Sure. But the point is it, it it's going to be there. So I think that you're going to see as time goes on, it's going to get to be uh, the technology is going to get better. Of course, money is what research needs, right? It, it revolves. We're talking about a university that that does all the research here, so we're paying them, right? We're we're they get paid for doing for the test. So what we're doing is we're funding the research for the future. And Doctor Singh isn't really concerned about making money herself. She's really concerned about advancing the research, and that's what makes us a really unique relationship. I'm, I am I just keep saying it. I, I love this. I'm fascinated by it. I get it. It is one of those things where it's so early, but that doesn't mean a darn thing. Those are usually some of the greatest inventions and applications out there where people are like, wait, what? Uh, but just to know that our voice can detect it, it's just what a great human achievement. Uh, where can the person go uh, to pick up the conversation with you, Tim? Well, they can just go to the uh, Apple Store or to the Google Play Store, look up real-time voice analyzer and download it. And when you do that, you get 10 free tests and you're good to go and check it out. See what you think. Hidden Nation, like you said, check it out. See what you think. I did. I, 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 I'm, I'm sure you hear it and see it. I've used it. I love it. Today, I am, I am negative. So I could say with 99% accuracy, right? Don't have COVID. That's right. And I feel just as good that I don't. Uh, really impressive, Tim. Really wonderful. Uh, really glad to know you. And thank you for coming on the program. Well, Josh, thanks for having me. I appreciate the time and the interview. It was fantastic. Appreciate hearing that. And I appreciate you, Hidden Nation. Go download the app. Nothing to lose. Ten free credits. Speak right into your phone. It is just that simple. It'll take, uh, it'll take more time to wait online for your Starbucks cup of coffee. But there you go, Hidden Nation. We're going to leave it right there today. I want to thank you for investing your time. Remember, go out. Do good into the world. There's only one way to put good into the world is by doing. You know my story, four plus decades hiding, not doing the stuff I knew I should. That's all in the past. I want you with me. Go out, do your best, show up, make it happen. 
We're going to make this happen again before too long. Until we do, take care. Be well.